0: What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria, and I am back with another episode of the V-List podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I am very excited to share this episode with you all. It was actually my very first live podcast event uh, that I hosted, and um, we had a guest who is Miss Candace Denise of her Love Spell. She's a creator of a brand called Her Love Spell, which is an online community for women uh, that teaches you all about self-love and how to love yourself first. And so I just, I'm really grateful for this episode. It was very eye-opening and I'm not going to talk too much because I want you all to get into this episode. So without further ado, be Live. All right. So <laughs> hello. Welcome, everybody, to the V-List Podcast. I am Victoria, your host, Victoria, and this is another episode of the V-List Podcast, so thank you so much for being here. This is V-List Podcast Live, my very first live event, so first of all, give it up for yourselves for being a part of history.
1: No, I'm <laughs> You get a card. You know. <laughs> it's Women's
0: History Month. Okay, it is Women's History Month. Yes, it so, is. Um, I just stood up a little bit, Candace. I think oh, sure. she wants to be able to see it. So today, I wanted to just have this little fireside chat, if you will, with minus the fire, <laughs> to be a flowerside chat, um, about because it is Women's History Month and because I know there's a lot of, like, different movements, if you will, that talk about women's empowerment, self-love, that type of thing. But one that stood out to me was Her Love Spell by Ms. Candice Denise here, who is my lovely co-host today and guest. Um, she's created a brand that I'm going to let her tell you all about. But I think that beyond the brand that she's created and beyond the community that she's created, um, it's just a way of life that I think that we need to implement on a, da- on a daily basis and um, make it a part of our daily lives. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce, let Miss Candice Denise
2: introduce herself and her brands. Well, good afternoon, ladies. I think it's afternoon. It's evening. Afternoon, yeah. Okay, I can't <laughs> even like. I left home quite early today, so I'm like, is it afternoon, evening? Good morning, <laughs> all of that good stuff. But hi, guys. I'm Candice Denise. Um, as Victoria said, that thank you for having me here. Of so course, long, thank I you appreciate for coming. It. Thank you guys for being here. Seriously, I mean, you could have been anywhere else, but you chose to be here. So thank you so much for that. Um, I am the creator. Of Her Love Spell, and so if you're not following us, I do ask that you follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. If you just type in Her Love Spell, it will come right up, and I am a walking advertisement, so I'm always rocking my brand, so um, by As all You means. should be. I should have to be listed up a time. <laughs> That's a whole other story. That's Anybody? all right. That's In time. In time. Um, but I am the creator of Her Love Spell, and Her Love Spell essentially is an online community for women um, that... Focuses on women embracing their inner beauty, their outer beauty, understanding how to release their sexy, as well as how to self-love. And so the reason that this whole community kind of came about was my own personal journey. So I myself did not always love me the way that I love me today. And I realized that once I got to the other side of what loving me looked like, I wanted to make sure that I went back and grabbed other women and did something to make sure that we all got on the other side of loving ourselves. And so that's how this community kind of started. So I always tell people, you know, as Biggie said, I'm not only the client, I'm the player president. (laughs) You know, I'm not only (laughs) the creator, but I'm actually um, one of the ladies that this started for. So, you know, you can't share with someone else what self-love looks like if you haven't been on the journey yourself. And so that's just kind of how this started. I really believe that I titled it Her Love Spell. Because, you know, when we think about spells, it's like potions and things like that. And so I just kind of love that whole thing about it. But, and I'm, I'm in no way into witchcraft or anything like that. So everybody, we're not about to do any seances or anything. But I feel like every woman has something about her that makes people want to fall in love with her, you mm-hmm. know. And my thing was, but what is it about you that makes you want to fall in love with you? Like, it's easy for people to say, you know, I love your personality. But what is it when you look at yourself and say, I love this about me? You know, and that's kind of what this whole community kind of started to do. And so, I wanted women to start assessing themselves, like, what is it about me that I love internally and externally? What? How do I? How do I find my inner sexy spirit animal and release that thing? Mm Because you are a woman. Hear me roar. You know what I mean? I want to be sexy just because it's Tuesday, not because it's (laughs) like my birthday, because it's a holiday. Like you should just be able to be sexy because. But then also. I think the good thing that about her love spell is defining
0: what sexy is because you have all of these images or Mm -hmm. what, you know, society deems as sexy, but sexy is, that's relative, right? You know, it's like what I might think is sexy for me may even be opposite of what I think is sexy for her. You know, I might look at her and and, and see her out somewhere and be like, oh my, she looks really sexy. Yeah. But would I, tr- would I try to emulate that for myself? Probably not. Because right. my sexy or what I define as sexy is
2: different. Yep. So that's kind of what I liked about Her Left spell too. Yeah. I mean, every, if you just take a survey of the room right now, each one of us look different. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is, like, it's your own. Like, too often we're, we're told by society to look like what somebody else is. First off, I don't even think sexy is a look. Let's start here. Sexy is a feeling. So, you can have on something that's whatever. Like, I tell people all the time, I feel, like, absolutely sexy in just an off-the-shoulder shirt. Like, my favorite thing to rock, you all should be glad I don't have one on right now. (laughs) So, I didn't want to hurt y'all too bad. (laughs) Give a little shoulder, take it back. Um,
0: But that's true. I like my little shoulders, too. Yeah, something about my shoulder is, like,
2: I just be feeling super sexy about that thing.
0: None Which of that. Plus,
2: I do out. have some off the shoulder sweatshirts. this yes. podcast. Okay. As well
3: as her
0: love spell. <laughs> So you all will get the link for that later if you want to feel sexy with your little shoulders
1: action. Go right, on Go right on the head. Bring it right. here. Okay. Let's show these shoulders. Show these
2: shoulders. Absolutely. But it looks different or everybody. And so it's a feeling. And so I just got tired of like hearing society tell us what sexy looks like. Yeah. And like everyday women are sexy. You know what I mean? And like. You should be able to see what sexy looks like through your own eyes, what beautiful for you looks like through your own eyes. Like so often we're told by somebody else, you know, oh, my gosh, I think your smile is so beautiful. So when that person tells you that, that's what you believe about yourself. That's cool that somebody else can see your beauty, but what is it that about you? Like, mm-hmm. I need to see beauty through my own eyes, not just through somebody else's. And too often, we're always told by somebody else, like, oh my gosh, your eyes are beautiful. Oh my right. gosh, like, your skin's amazing. And so you're just like, oh, okay, well, that's the thing about me. You know, my skin's amazing. My eyes are beautiful. Right, but if you don't believe that, then it's pointless. It's pointless. And exactly. so when people are not telling you that yeah. anymore, when you don't have those accolades, and we mm-hmm. don't hear people feeding that to you anymore. Or if that changes because yeah. god forbid something happens that changes yep. the
0: look of your skin or your yep. eyes or whatever if someone else has defined to you or described to you as being sexy on you yep. if that if it's always physical and that changes then what are you going to what are you going to pull from yeah you yeah. know and so that's important to know you know sexy like you said I love that it's not just a look it's a feeling um and I also feel like it's an attitude oh, you know yeah. it's it's oh, it's, yeah. it's a it's how you carry yourself. is how you present yep. yourself. Yep. You know, somebody could be in... Like, okay, prime example. <laughs> Fashion Nova, right? We all know Fashion Nova, okay? Yeah. They sell sweatsuits or whatever, but mm-hmm. what makes their sweatsuits different from a sweatsuit you buy from Kohl's? Mm. You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. makes their... It's It's really... Yeah, it might be tailored a different way, you know, to show off certain curves, but it's also just... It's like when you put that on, you kind of just feel... Automatically like, yeah, I have on a sweatsuit, but I feel sexy. Mm -hmm. Not just because it's Fashion over, but it's just, you know what I mean? I think it's just, it's about the attitude or the, the, how they presented it to the world. And so you put it on and it's automatically sexy. Now it might not look as sexy on somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they don't feel sexy, but it's a sweatsuit. All in all, it's it's a sweatsuit. So... I wanted to go around and have... Because this is an interactive... Um, yes. Quiz. Yes. And so I would like for you all to share. Okay? <laughs> if you need a little bit more drink, have at it. Yeah. <laughs> okay?
2: Liquid um, courage. But I want to
0: know, that. like, what is it about you? And it may take some time for you to... You don't have to answer immediately because sometimes it takes a minute for you to answer mm-hmm. these types of questions. But what is it about you that you, A, find sexy, and it could be physical or non-physical, and B is your favorite, like, what do you love about yourself? Like, like she said, if someone were to fall in love with you and you're, they like, oh, I'm, I'm in love with this person's whatever, whatever. I'm in love with your whatever, your eyes, your lips, your hair. But what is it about you that you are in love with? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I want to know. And whoever wants to go first, can. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no pressure. Okay, I'll go. Sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> So okay. right.
1: that's what I, like.
0: that's what I yes. about you. Okay. <laughs> but you know, okay, so that's what I love about myself. I do love my personality. And I and it's not because I've been told that, but I think mm-hmm. that for a long time, like you said, physically, I didn't find myself sexy. And even growing up, you know, first of all, children and kids are harsh and mean. Yeah. So I was every mm-hmm. negative connotation in the book for being dark skinned. So it was just like, oh, African booty scratch. I'm like, I ain't never even been African. I'm not even
3: African.
1: I just have an African that, I mean, I might be, you know, the ancestry they
0: might tell me something different. But, you know, when you dark skin, who, who are my dark skinned sisters know? We was ridiculed as kids. Boy, you be, if we knew anything about the internet back then, we'd probably... <laughs> She, well, her five-year-old picture says a different story. You know,
3: I like, who is this?" Was like, that was my ten. I,
0: was like, <laughs> right. I saw her passport picture. Like, who is this dark-skinned
1: baby? <laughs> <laughs> Eli?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Eli, two point up. <laughs> but no, So, being a child, as a child, being d- d- a dark-skinned kid you know even though my mom and my aunts everybody would be like oh you're beautiful oh you're chocolate oh you you came out this beautiful chocolate baby when you go to school Mm -hmm. you don't think being chocolate is all that great because you got people going ew you black you whatever so automatically you're getting that from other people and regardless of whether or not my mom and my aunt told me I was beautiful it was just like well I don't feel beautiful so I never growing up I didn't think I'm gonna grow up and be this beautiful chocolate person Mm -hmm. I was just like whatever and I don't know if that's where my personality just started to develop when I was just like, well, you're not going to like me for my look, so you don't have to like me for something, you know? So I just started really just being myself, which I, you know, also suffered very – um I suffered middle child syndrome. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I suffered from middle child syndrome. No, seriously. Wow. I used to have it bad. Like, I remember telling my – my my siblings one morning I was like an alien and I was gonna run away I wrote a letter and everything like I was running away I ain't gonna wear a child my mom was my mom was real like my mom was a pastor so she's casting all kind of demons I buy that spirit (laughs) you ain't gonna run nowhere (laughs) lift your hands right now You ain't no alien. Say you an alien one more time. I says, I got that alien spirit. I see it. (laughs) It You know, so it was just like, whoa, all right. Well, maybe I'm not an alien. I just don't belong here. (laughs) But I, I, so my personality as that, as I started to grow up, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to be everybody's friend and I'm going to be there for people. I just want to be people to like me. And I didn't even know that I wasn't necessarily being that to make people like me, but I felt like, well... Me being in the room, this is how I'm going to present myself because I'm not going to walk in and be the most beautiful thing in the room. So, I'm just going to walk in and be myself and that works for me. But growing up, you know, as I started to learn, you know, more about myself and what more about the world, obviously, I realized that that is something I love about myself. It isn't physical. I do love my personality. I feel like I can talk to anyone. I'm a bit of an I'm a bit of an extrovert, but I'm also like an introvert extrovert because I kind of feel out, you know, energies mm-hmm. in the room and if I'm like if I ain't feeling some people, then mm-hmm. I'm going to be real quiet. Like, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> oh, no, please don't t- don't touch me. <laughs> but for the most part, I can talk to anyone. Yeah. And so I love that about myself. And I think even when it comes to like men, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm newly divorced. But, um, you know, even when I was married, I felt like, shh any man will want to love me because I'm fun to be around. Mm. I'm a great person to hang out with. We're going to have fun together. I'm going to make you feel great, you know, and it may not necessarily be that I'm the most beautiful thing on your arm, but I know that I have
2: something to offer
0: mm-hmm.
3: in that
2: regard. So I would say my personality is what I love most about me. I love that, that you know, I love that you know that about yourself. Yeah. And so I think one of the things too, is that even in my community, so we have, um, a public Facebook group, and then we have a private Facebook group, which we call the Herd Less Smell Tribe, because I like to be able to have you know private conversations um, amongst our our ladies. And so, one I asked the same question about and bringing this full circle to you know you guys identifying that, but I was very interested to see that a lot of women were like, I don't know what that is about me. So so some so it's so I want to say that to say it's okay to mm. not know. Yeah, you know because again we're so used to being able to know what somebody else. has defined yeah but Mm -hmm. other people love about us so I wanted to kind of put that in this in the space too because everybody doesn't always raise their hand to answer that question when I'm sitting in these kind of conversations because they're just like I kind of don't know and I'm like that's kind of okay like yeah you know again who sits here before you is not the person who would have probably been sitting here three years ago um I didn't necessarily know that either and a lot of that meant spending time with myself Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think sometimes we're afraid as women to spend time alone because like any woman, our minds can, you know, go and be creative. I mean, I think we I can go down a rabbit hole right now. Mm-hmm. You Give me one word. I'm 16 holes deep. Like, And sometimes you're afraid to be with yourself and to self-assess because we're afraid to maybe see the other person on the other side mm-hmm. of the mirror, you know. Mm-hmm. And everything about us is not always... The loving thing, Mm-mm. and sometimes you got to get past the ugly in order to be able to appreciate your beautiful, to be able to appreciate the things about yourself That's that true. you love. And so I, I want to say that to say it's not it's not an easy thing. It's not one of those things like oh I just love this that and the third. Like it takes some self assessment. Um, so even if we don't answer the question right now, I would say pose it to say throughout the conversation if you think about it, if the light bulb goes off, if it doesn't, and maybe this conversation is going to start having you start assessing that about yourself and being able to say, okay, you know, I do love this about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to throw that no, out I there. I think that,
0: that, no, you're right.
2: Because like, like I said
0: before, like it may take some time to think about because I remember when you asked the question, we so we had the photo shoots. She also, she organizes, she's a creative director and she organized these photo shoots. And one of the first photo shoots that she had for her love spell, mm-hmm. she had everyone give a word that, She said, What do you feel is your love spell? Or how how do you think how do you define your sexy? Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? Mm -hmm. And child, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I I, she did. It was hard. I said, Well, I don't I mean voluptuous. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want me to say? Like, I don't know. So I think
2: I ended up coming up with what did I say? Mesmerized? You did. You said mesmerized. And
0: I said that because I and again, it was unfortunately based off of what someone else has told me before right so i one of my physical attributes about myself that i love and i what well, i've grown to love are my eyes because they're big mm-hmm. you know and i love lashes <laughs> <laughs> and so i will pop a lash on and it's like i don't even if i don't have anything else on my face if i put a lash on i automatically feel sexy mm-hmm. i automatically feel like okay yeah you can go present yourself to the world now because your eyes are presentable yeah. um with just lashes so something as simple as mascara lashes it accentuates my favorite part of my face which are my eyes so and I've been told before that my eyes are mesmerizing so that's what I used to describe my my love spell if you will but that was hard I was like child I don't first of all the blood of Jesus what kind of spell (laughs) you know
2: everybody gives me that I'm like Hold on, it's a play on words. Enough. Everybody just simmer down like we're not about to do any seances. <laughs> right. I'm not knocking people if they do. That's your business too. Like right. I'm not here to judge anybody. It was just a play on words yeah, because no, I okay. feel like, you know, the word love. Like So some of the things I know. Um, so one, let me say this. One of the things that I often share with women is that self-love is a daily project. Like it's a lifestyle. And I think we pick it up and put it down. Like it's something to do. So mm-hmm. we're, you know, we'll say, and even with self-care, because part of loving yourself is self-care. So we'll say, I got some time on Tuesday. You know what? I'm, I'm going to spend some time loving on me on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. No, every day you should spend some time loving on you. Like that should be at the top of your priority poll, at the top of your podium, um totem pole. Because when you're loving you, when you feel you're happiest, you're able to be able to love other people better. Mm-hmm. You're able to be better for other people. Um, But you need to be able to understand how to do that for you first. And so you can't be relying upon somebody else doing that for you. And it's not always easy. And so, you know, I realized I practice this every day. So, you know, transparent moment, this today when I got dressed, um, I was sharing with Victoria, I had just recently taken my braids out. Okay, so I'm like, a, I wear my braids. I love my braids. Okay, guys, like well, I'm natural. But let me tell you something, it's natural life. Okay, Um, so I was like, well, let me get my hair pressed out. You know, I had my braids and all this stuff. So I knew, I was like, all right, Candice, let's do this. So this morning, getting dressed and trying to style this natural hair, and I'm just like, all right, let's figure it out. And then after I was done, honest to goodness, I looked in the mirror, and I said, I love you. And just that simple, um, it changed my whole feeling about.
0: And I don't know what you were stressing about because his hair is flawless. All right. All right, girl. Okay, like, She's talking about some, you know, my hair natural. I thought she was going to come with a little curly, coy, you right. know, natural. And it's natural stuff. I'm like, well,
2: child, just put some edge control on. You'll be all right. Listen, ladies. Bless <laughs> each and every one of you, okay? But it is a process, all right? I got to, like, I had to get in and out that shower quick today, okay, because <laughs> I was like, Whoo, I want this to blow up. Thank you. Um, check me next week. I don't know what we're going to be do. <laughs> but just something that simple, I was like, I love you, you know. And I think it's important um, to say those things to yourself and to not take that for granted yeah. because you expect other people to say it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I see people all the time Women put memes up, like, you know, especially if it's about the other, you know, the opposite sex, whoever, whether you, you know whoever you want to love you, you know, I think that, um, I think three, nine, zero, zero. And so (laughs) she's trying to figure out some stuff. So no, you're good. Um, I think that people need to understand, like, say that to yourself, don't expect somebody else. So like, if there's something that you're lacking, find a way to be able to provide it to yourself. So just me saying that was like, I love you. And then, like, I said it and, like, I stood there for, like, a few minutes and looked in the mirror and, like, looked in my own eyes. And let me tell you something. I don't even know if you've ever taken that, but just, like, looking at yourself, Mm -hmm. it literally like this, I can't even express. Like it's something so small, but it gave oh, me something.
3: Listen, like like, yes. I'm, did. I'm pause you right there Yeah. because
2: so
0: well, that's actually my gift to everyone today because I wanted to have a gift away
2: for everyone. So, <clears throat> <laughs> love her. I love the fact <laughs> how she tossed it? her brain. This right? is the greatest
0: gift you're ever going to receive? It's the best. She's gift. so cute. It's the best she gift you've ever you. gotten, you. and it's the best gift you'll ever have. <laughs> did she plan <did> <laughs> it? <get? She's laughs>
1: yes. 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 So I
0: want everyone to open your gift okay. because it's the best thing that you will ever have. The best thing you've ever been given. <laughs> Somebody, look at her face.
1: <laughs> like like this modesty is on
0: Open that up. What is that? It's you. You are the best gift that you will ever be given. Look at you. You are God's greatest gift to yourself, to the world. So anytime you're feeling like, you know what? I want to do self love, or I need to feel a certain way. You need to open that mirror and remind yourself that that is the best gift you will ever be given. It is yourself. Right. And practice that self love. Because that I have not, you know, it is hard to look in the mirror and be like, I love you. Because child, i sit in the mirror and be like, Ooh, I'm calling oh, to son, so Sonabella tomorrow. <laughs> I'm calling whoever, Ooh. you know? Sonabella, girl, it's a. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was your housekeeper. Right? <laughs> No, oh, but seriously, I want you all to, to yeah. remind, that remember so that, that that is the best gift you're ever going to get. Anytime you're feeling like whatever, mm-hmm. just look at yourself in the mirror because nobody can duplicate you. That's right. I don't care what science is doing these days, trying to clone people. That's right. No matter what. <laughs> there still will never be another you. Yeah. And even if they succeed at it, you're the carbon copy. Absolutely. And... Even if you ain't made up, even if you don't, you know, yeah. be able to look at your... No, she better not come down this step. <laughs> you look at yourself and remember that you are God's greatest gift to yourself, the best gift you're ever going to be receive. Did
3: I give you one? Child,
2: it's okay. I can get it. Listen, she said, "Bryson, we're not." <breaking>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. (laughs) Thank you so much. Listen, let me let me open mine right now too, so that so I can enjoy it as well. I can enjoy that moment. Yes. Okay.
0: And just practice, like she said. How hard is that to open yourself?
2: When you born to stand out, absolutely. How hard is it, though? Really,
0: to look in the mirror and say you love yourself. That is so.
3: Does does anybody else do that? No. It's hard for me. because I don't like. So I'm a person that. I don't like like I like compliments, but I don't like mm-hmm. attention. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. a yin, like a yin like yang. Like I like it, but I don't. Like, right. Don't
1: give
0: me too like. Don't give me too much. Right. Look at me, but I don't, don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like when I walk in and pay attention, <laughs> and then and,
3: and then, then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so like to do it on myself, like you know, you get a daughter, You are like okay, I look cute, mm-hmm. and then you just keep it moving. But like to look in the mirror and be like. Like when you said that, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I would have been like tearing up and like <laughs> crying. Why? Like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just I feel like maybe I just have pent up emotions because mm-hmm. I've never like taken the time to like I spend time by myself. Sure, That's not a big deal. Yeah, but like to reflect on me,
0: mm-mm. Mm-hmm. like, yeah. like do you think that that has anything to do with your your status as a wife and a mother and everything else that you it are? It has to
3: do with my how I grew up, because mm. my mom, she wasn't like that, yeah. she was like, oh, gotta go to work, oh, gotta do this, gotta cook, gotta clean, gotta da-da-da-da, and I was a middle child as well, so I I was always <laughs> by my I was only girl, and I was a middle child, oh, wow. so I was always by myself, I was watching TV, like, 24-7, or making up my own little games, and just playing with myself, or playing with my cousin, but like, that attention, like, mm-hmm. I got it from them, like, but it wasn't like, oh, you're so beautiful. Like, I hear mm-hmm. it now from my parents, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my daughter's so pretty!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you don't, you're not used to, I'm not used to it. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter how many times people will say certain things or give compliments. I'm just like, okay. But like, I don't age. know how to accept it. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a, like, I'll dish it out to other. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, I love this. I love that. But then you say it back, yeah, and I'm like, it. girl, this is old. I <laughs> yeah. find a way to deflect it. I right, don't like exactly. that. I'm, I'm, I'm like that. So someone
4: to give you a compliment, you're like, oh, thanks. Oh, this whole thing. Or, right. You're right. always trying to deflect it. And right, right, I think right. it's because you've not really, or I'll, 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 sure. I'll be the, you know, yep. sacrificial lamb, <laughs> because I've not fully embraced everything that I am. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like a. Um, Perfectionism. You know what Ooh, I'm saying? Yes. Where where it's like the need to, to be perfect. Yes. And so if there are flaws, then you're like, okay, well then I'm not perfect, so therefore I'm not this, that, or the third. But but to speak to kind of what you said as well, to be able to look at yourself, flaws and all, mm-hmm. hyperpigmentation That's right. and all. That's right. To be able to look at myself and embrace that and love that. That mm. is extremely difficult. Especially when in your fundamental you know, this is kind of, I guess, psychology-esque. But <laughs> in your fundamental stages, you weren't appraised. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You weren't told, hey, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't raised by my mom, but I'm a carbon copy of my mom, right? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to look at that and see beauty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was able to look at my father's people who didn't look like me. They were fair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They were built different. They weren't hippie, you know, mm-hmm. pretty legs, flat butts. You know, and I come out, and I'm like, look, I got right. hands on. Right. I'm, like, right. I'm thinking places you ain't ever been
1: Right.
4: You know, then, you know but, but to grow up and, and, and wanting to hear, but that's okay. Yeah. But that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Embrace that. I didn't get that. So then as I, as I got older, then you're trying to learn through the eyes and lenses of other people yeah. that it's okay. Yeah. To be hippie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you got a little, you know, hyperpigmentation. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Du- you can do some things about some things. Right. But guess what? Even yeah. if you don't. Right. You're still okay. You're still beautiful. Right. And, and
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's not, I think that, that's a big thing for, for, for me and just in today too. I think it's important though for us to um, instill in younger women too. That it's not just physical. That what makes you beautiful and sexy or amazing is not just physical. Your brain can be sexy. Your actions can be sexy. Like we have, uh, like I like to call my godkids her, her daughter and Tiffany's oldest daughter. Like they're at these pinnacle ages in their life where they're heavily influenced by media, social media, their friends. And mm-hmm. I don't want them. Yes, they're beautiful girls, but I don't want them to just be like totally. base everything on that. You know? Yeah. What, do you, what else do you have to offer though? Because your physical can change. So what else do you have to offer that's going to make you beautiful? That's going to make you a viable choice? You know, and not even just for other people, but for yourself. Like, what are you doing to cultivate what you love about yourself? You know what I mean? Because it's so easy for what happened to us, especially growing up as minorities. You know, again, the standard of beauty in society wasn't us. So... Growing up, we all have these scars of not feeling beautiful, but how do we change that for the next generation so that we can raise healthier young women and raise uh, uh, women who are more confident and not basing everything on a physical attribute that could change? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I, you know, it's funny because if you probably Google even now what beauty means, um, it's still going to come up with Caucasian women are going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the first picture that you're going to see—that's that's still very much so, and there's a level of beauty. It's yeah, we done. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> a, um, you need a charger. It's not a problem. Oh, okay. It's a level of beauty that um, every every woman is beautiful, and so mm-hmm. I'm not here to say one uh, you know ethnicity yeah. over another. I just want to be included in beauty. I want Mm -hmm. all women to be included. Mm -hmm. And represented. And represented. Mm -hmm. And so the only way that I knew how to do that was let me start HLS and let me start telling the narrative Mm -hmm. of what I see as beautiful. And so Victoria referenced a photo shoot. Mm -hmm. So we do um, my profession, by profession, I'm an event planner, event specialist, and creative director. So creativity is in my blood. So just to create, like, it's literally one of the things that makes me happiest in this world is when I'm creating. Um, but outside of that, I had an idea. So I'm a very mood-like energy and things like that, which FYI, that's the thing I love about myself is my energy. Just FYI, I love <laughs> it about me. Um, but I'll get this, this mood or this feel, and I was just, I was seeing with these narratives of what beauty looked like. And I've got a variety of women in my family, like you said, curves, dark skin, light skin, fair, all of these different things, you know. And I was like, why are we not telling these stories that everybody looks beautiful? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to start these photo shoots to give everyday women, A, the ability to get dressed up, to be beautiful, to glamorize themselves just because they want to. Not because it's their birthday, not because it's a holiday, not because it's somewhere they've got to go to, a gala, but just because. So we did this and um, Victoria was a part of the initial photo shoot that we did. And so um, I call the photo shoots Love Spell because even though, you know, our our community is her Love Spell, but Love Spell. And so I always say, you know, these shoots make us spellbound and it's just a play of words. I just love this. And so I was just like, I'm spellbound by their beauty and i loved looking at each one of these women and we had variety of women come together we just uh we did one in february we just had one last week in march and so the goal was like i said just everyday women being able to come together and do these shoots and so we do a group shot a collective shot and then we do individual shots and these women um just got a chance to not be anybody else but them and so so often as women we are committed to everything but ourselves we are wives we are caretakers we are employees friends sisters um you know fiancés girlfriends neighbors community involved people leaders this that and the third when are we just for us when are we showing up for us And so I wanted a visual A to be able to show in our community that this is whatever, this is what real beauty looks like. This Mm -hmm. is my, this is what I see when I see beautiful, but I also wanted women to be able to have something to reference. So when you have those moments, go back and look at this and be able to see like, this is what beauty looks like. And I can't talk about change if I don't want to be it. And so even having these kind of conversations are amazing to sit and be able to talk with women and just see and understand where we are, but I always tell people, we're so committed to everybody but ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're so committed to making sure other people are loved and other people feel valued and feel appreciated. And one of the things, like even as I'm spanning the room and talking, it is my goal to make sure I'm looking at each one of you. Because what that means for me is not just that, you know, keeping eye contact because that's good (laughs) speaking, right? It's to say that I see you and that you're valued. That's what I mean when I look in people's eyes. And so that's what got me caught up this morning was that I saw me. Because when you look at you, you're saying, I see you, I value you, I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. And no one else needed to say that. So if I never hear it today, if no one else says that to me today, I said it to me. And that's all that mattered. And that's how every day should be. And if you can't carve out 30 minutes is what I say to women. If you can't carve out 30 minutes for yourself, hmm, then something's wrong. Wow. Like literally something is wrong because we are a society, we're trained to fill every hour of our day. Every hour is dedicated to something. You know, 6 a.m. here, 7 a.m. Like literally until we go to sleep and start it again. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back again. And when you look at those hours, none of that was ever devoted to you. None of it. And, and you, you feel guilty when you do. You feel guilty, you feel like Why? what did I get?
0: What did I accomplish today? And that's that's that's, you know, another problem with today's world, you know, everything being so accessible, social media and all that stuff, because you have all these people putting all these narratives out about, you know, how great they're doing and how mm-hmm. how um productive they've been and I and I'm sitting here on the couch like well sh- I've been here all day <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to type type of I sent a few emails I might have sent one you know but that's okay yes because the bottom line is all that stuff if you were to be gone tomorrow then the world's gonna keep going Yeah. so if you don't take time for yourself to appreciate yourself it ain't gonna happen and it's just it's not fair that you know we have all these pressures on us to perform all the time yeah. because it's just not it's not it's normal not, it's, it's not light.
2: not but it's not reality it's not normal it's not reality exactly that doesn't not make sense and no. like to me like when when it clicked I was just like so my gift to everyone today will be um I wrote a I wrote an ebook and it's called I love me differently and it's a 21 day self-affirmation self-love book um, and every day, there's an affirmation. And so there's an affirmation, and then there is a call to action. And then after every seven days, you have a self-assessment to see how you are implementing those. So my gift to you is I will give each person, you will all get the code, um, and you will be able to go download a copy for free for you to have. So you can be able to definitely, nice. um, <laughs> you know, use it however you would like. And hopefully, it will, you know, help you the same way yes. it helps me still. but. I was saying that to say that we don't realize, like, every day you should be doing something. Like, every day you should be finding a way to do this for you. Like, how are you loving on you? What are you doing? And you should not, like, you shouldn't feel guilty for that. And you shouldn't... I think think that's
3: important because Mm -hmm. we don't address the fact that no matter if you're a wife, mother... Friend, whatever you always like, women always have this huge sense of guilt. Yes, if we're not helping someone else, like because no we're nurturers. Be dead dog on tire, and someone calls me like, "I need you." Okay, like, like <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like I'll so my goal for this year was to read a book a month, right? Mm-hmm. So I started hey. in January. <laughs>
5: two, two
3: a month for me. Oh wow, we'll you got a lot of okay. well, you, <laughs> you got quick we'll eyes. You got quick eyes. So I did that for January. I did it um, I did it kind of for February and I kinda of slipped mm-hmm. through in March. So like I'm back on track and it's funny because like I'm a scheduled person. I like to do things like I come home, I cook dinner, we eat, get bath, go to bed, you know, then mm-hmm. I'll have like that last hour before I go to bed to mm-hmm. like relax. But in that last hour, my husband comes home and I'm trying to read my book, laying in bed, take my shower, you know, I got my robe on. Right. <laughs> he comes with it. Hey, guess what? Right. I'm like, why do you always interrupt me when I'm reading my book? He's like, oh, oh, my bad okay yeah and I just like put whatever I'm doing down and be like okay so tell me what's going on right because I feel guilty <laughs> if I'm not there for him to listen mm-hmm. to him about his day and I mean he asked me about mom but sure. it's just like okay I'll just put this put this to the side I'll get back to reading tomorrow night tomorrow night same thing happens <laughs> or I'm too tired to read or whatever yeah. but it's like we always carry this burden of guilt mm-hmm. no matter if it's our ki- kids our husband our friends, if our friends need something, it's like girl, what you need? I'm there. And it's just like everything is like for us is like oh it could wait. Oh yeah. it could wait. And like I ain't no spring chicken. So <laughs> you know, it can't it can't be too many. Oh it can wait. So right. like your health is on the line, you know, and all that. And it's just like it's so hard to just do for yourself. Like I can go get my nails done. Sure. That's an hour, hour and a half, whatever, yeah. or get my hair done once every once in a blue moon. Right. But like to carve out a whole day or to carve out a goal on a weekend trip or whatever it's like. For just uh, you.
0: Let me think about that. <laughs> right. But then let me ask you right. though, does that make you uncomfortable like carving out? Like I know a lot it of does, people who like I'm for, I have grown to appreciate my alone time mm-hmm. and I'm one of those people who I can travel alone. I can be alone. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. But I know that's hard for a lot of people, especially women. A lot of women, they're like, You know what? They, they want to plan some time, but they always try to recruit other people to go with them. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, I ain't go because my, my friend can't go with me. Well, what? If you want to go. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a lot
5: of time it's the stigma of, you know, people put on you. Like, you may be comfortable and people tell you, oh, girl, so don't lonely. do that. That's because that. that she's lonely. Oh, she why? Why? <laughs> no. It's like, actually because I'm particular right. and I don't Absolutely. want to be done. I'm the same way. I am <laughs> yeah. happy all by myself. Okay. I was like, mm, what's really going on? Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but um, one of the things I realized that I was always making time for myself last or not making time for myself is when I started journaling daily. Mm. So I realized I was getting all this stuff done. And then the only things I wasn't getting done was the stuff that was for me Mm. or the the things to make me better or Mm. make me feel good. Mm -hmm. So then I started carving out time at the very beginning of the day so that I wouldn't run out of time. And I I realized that that was the only way really for me to do it. And then still, my husband called me like, hey, so what you doing? I was like, you know, the morning. It's really my time to get a lot of stuff done. Yeah. So I'm just going to have to talk to you later. You know, but then they just keep on talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or
3: give you a guilt yeah. trip. Like, oh, right, oh, right. Oh, sorry to bother you. Right. So, so i was always always finally really going to Paris. the fireworks. you're like, you're the
5: best You're about That thing, thing is a part
6: top. of, I always believe that each person is individual by their journey. So how you grew up, you're a product of your environment, how you grew up. You know, like my great-grandparents, raised me because my mother and father whatever. And so I was always used to fading in the background. Mm-hmm. So when people give mm-hmm. me compliments, I'm like, okay, yeah, thank you. You know. That's right. <laughs> I would I That's what I prefer to uplift others mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm good, so I want to uplift others, but you kind of get used mm-hmm. to fading in the background, yeah. depending on how you're raised. And then, you know, I had children young and got my first marriage young, so you fade further, you, mm-hmm. you know, because you're being a mother, you're being a wife, and then the marriage is breaking down, so you're fading further into that. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, me and the mirror had a very, we had a love-hate relationship. Like, I would duck the mirror, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to look, because I knew my stuff wasn't right. You know, right. I wasn't comfortable with right. me. Like, right. I couldn't look in the mirror, because I knew that, This situation I'm in, I don't need to be in and I know better and I can do better, but I couldn't find the crack in the window to just climb out because Mm -hmm. I had all this other stuff and it wasn't until I was fading out of that marriage and really taking a step to go through the divorce in that first marriage that I could walk by the mirror and it wasn't about my physical appearance. Yeah. It was about how I felt inside. Mm. And then me and the mirror just fell in love with each other I'm like what's up girl? <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, we went today. Yes. But before I would I was like a wow. robot. Take my shower, get out brush my teeth, don't look in the mirror. I would sometimes even open it because I couldn't see me because I was in such a dark place. Wow. So I think it's just a part of your journey. And when you know better, you do better. And when you feel better, you feel better. And when you make changes in your life for yourself. So... after that first marriage and going through the divorce and all of that stuff and you know I'm remarried now in a happy place but I had to find my happy before I could get into that you Mm -hmm. know and once I found that it was like okay I remember I used to like to read I'm going to read
0: yeah
6: (laughs) yes I (laughs) I joined the book club we meet up every month yeah that's my time I got so to the point where I didn't want to drive to work anymore. I wanted to catch the train because that was my time for
2: me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that,
6: you know, as mothers, wives, whatever, you wake up in the morning and you focus it on everybody else and getting out the door by yeah. that time. So you get sucked up into That's everybody smoothies. else. Oh, is his lunch pack. Yeah. Does he have his fruit thing? Did he make his smoothie? Did he make mm-hmm. my smoothie? It's about everybody else, you know? Yeah. So I said, okay. I'm gonna catch the train that way. I have that time on the train. I get my little steps in, but I have that time on the train to just. Focus on me. On you. It might be a train ride to everybody else, but to me, mm-hmm. I'm getting chauffeured to work. <laughs> no, no, <that's> right. <laughs> I can I can, really, no, that's I, love it. I can sit back and think about what do I want to do today. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, once I get to work, I'm logged in. You yep. know, once yeah. you sign mm-hmm. in, you like, okay, this is my task list today. This is what I have to do. But that train ride, that 30, 40 minutes, yep. that's me. And that train ride home, I'm reading again or I'm mm-hmm. focusing again before I walk through that door and have to dive in. Because as soon as I walk through the door, it's mommy, 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 it's Tiff, it's this, mm-hmm. it's that, until everybody's gone to bed. And then in the evening, after everybody's sleep, that's my time again. Yeah. I told my husband, I was like, I want a chair. And I don't want anybody sitting sit in that chair. Okay. <laughs> that's my I had a chair. Chase Lounge that was I mine, but everybody was on my Chase Lounge. So I didn't want to sit on my Chase Lounge. Right. So I told him I want a chair. I don't want nobody else to sit in this chair. It's right. mine. And it rocks and it swirls and it turns. Mm. I can put my charge in for my phone, so or if I want to read, that that's mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then Nobody that's my time. Yeah. 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 Like, some people had their prayer but that's my time. But yep. that took, I'm probably older than everybody, that took, took time. time to get to that place mm-hmm. where I knew what I deserved for me, and I knew that all that running around and doing and scheduling for everybody mm-hmm. else and doing. I started resenting them. Like you get on my nerves. Like I'm doing yep. right. do this, exactly. yeah. do this. I'm focusing on everybody else, and you start to resent the people that you love because yeah. it's like I gotta be on point for everybody. That's right. And yeah. I didn't have any. What about me?
2: You were burnt yeah. out. Right. you were burned yeah. out. So
6: yeah. that's I'm telling. you, When I got that divorce and when I got. Through all of that, mm-hmm. it just opened the door for me of like, you're going to put yourself first
2: because yes, right. you don't
6: know how much longer you got here. And if Absolutely. you're gone oh. tomorrow, sure
2: you're you want it.
6: that last breath. Be like, I'm good. I live okay. a good life. I'm ready. Right. You know? But I, just, wow. I think it's, I have so many girlfriends and I think everybody's journey is different. And it, it makes them who they are based on where they come from, what they're going through. And until, and as, like, my crowd is a little older, so as we all get a little older, it's like, okay, I see it. Yeah, but I love that But
0: what you're saying that, like, and and that's what I think that I want to see change, is Mm -hmm. that we don't wait until we're older to realize how valuable we actually are. And we don't wait until we go through trauma. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, Let's be that now. Let's raise those type of women now mm-hmm. to to appreciate who they are, so that whether they decide to get married or not, or whether they decide before have kids or right. not, they can say, you know what, what I am and who I am is enough, mm-hmm. and it is a, a a gift to this world, you know. So, right. <laughs> period. Because yeah. if 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 we all wait until you know we're older, it's like, well, that's great that you realize it then, but you could have lived a. a
3: a different life. A, different,
0: yeah. life. a much different life. A much different life. But I
6: also feel like that, that if I hadn't gone through that, I couldn't appreciate that. Yeah. And yeah. I probably wouldn't change a whole lot because it got me to sure. this space yeah. where yeah. I can look in the mirror and be happy. The only yeah. thing I would probably change back then is the credit score. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so and even the that goes up mirror. and down. Right. <laughs> exactly. right. Exactly. right. <laughs>
3: right.
5: <laughs> the women that come before us our grandmothers our mothers they're such great women and yeah. they did everything but you know this is a different this is a different climate a different yeah, landscape it is you know and we as women we we're responsible for different things so mm-hmm. it's okay to delegate yeah and then mm-hmm. give things out you know so you know you get so caught up in and making sure well, I home, cook a home cooked meal every day when i get home and blah 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 mm-hmm. then it's like you said you start resenting people when mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh, yes. you say okay right. <laughs> when, when you are
3: right. doing this what are we eating for dinner? Yes. I don't know. Food. I, exactly. what <laughs> Whatever I fix. Let me tell you. What you want to eat? When I'm eating dinner, why
5: you mad, yeah.
3: right? why we get mad, right? Like, like,
5: I should have put some vegetables. With that, that peanut butter stuff. and jelly. Exactly. Because sometimes, we spoil them so much sometimes, too. Oh, so what I realized that I was spoiling my family was my son said, now I'm cooking like nine and a half hour day. Working, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and then I'm commuting two hours, and I come home and cook a home cooked meal. And my son, he's in high school, and he said, "You know, you cook a lot of one pot meals." <laughs> and I was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I like more of the entree,
0: vegetable side." <laughs> oh, you better get an entree right, job. Get right, right,
5: right, 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 get right, right, right. right. We do, we do, we do that. because that becomes a standard. Yeah. So when I said, I was like, okay. You know, and it's just become, it's, it's just regular. Mm-hmm. Because we saw, like I said, but our grandparents weren't doing, our grandparents, and most, mm-hmm. they weren't doing everything that right. we're doing now. Yeah. So it's time to change it up. Honey, so, I wish Morgan doing, would. You know, my <laughs> husband
3: cooked <you> know, <laughs> <husband, laughs> <for> three days, I <laughs> cooked yeah, three yeah. days. Yeah.
5: And I find that, that I was a lot, you know what I'm saying? That he appreciated all the time mm-hmm. that I was cooking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That it freed up time for me to be yeah. able to hang out sometimes with my girlfriends, or just read a book and relax. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was like, and the world went on. And
6: you yeah. know, I was still the and just one pot meal and wake up tomorrow.
3: Uh, what i realized is i have to now teach my kids independence because Mm -hmm. you're so used to Mm -hmm. doing everything it's so much easier and quicker just to help them get dressed you know my youngest son help him brush his teeth all that knowing if i just teach him and take the time Mm -hmm. to show him how to do it he could do it but because i'm in a rush and i gotta do 50 other million things i'm just like i'll do it for you even my daughter like You know, my our oldest. You know, he knows the rules. Don't let me come home and find dishes in the Mm sink. So he got that down. With her, she's just like, oh, oh, I gotta do dishes. Uh, (laughs) You you know, I'm about to do dishes. (laughs) So like, I have to get her on a routine, and it's partly my fault because I'm not showing her how to do it. And I'm expecting her to help out. But she was just like, okay, you didn't ever tell me I really had to. to
0: well, do this before. Right. Right. And it's just like, I'm not setting her, set her
3: up for, like, a good future. If she can't cook it. Like, I was cooking and cleaning up for <laughs> right, right. right. What? Uh, my older yeah. kids Excuse
6: look me? at me and like, oh,
3: you done, with, you done changed.
5: Right. Like, <laughs> what's
6: up? Why are they sitting down? they know you know they're looking like oh you you slipping <laughs> my
5: son says he's like oh y'all real progressive in y'all Progressive. Right. So I learned to start incorporating <laughs> a lot of those things that I that I do automatically with them right. because yeah it is when you're teaching them these things it's a lot more work upfront mm-hmm. but it saves you a lot more time in the long run yeah, it it does. Does. you know it does and if you take the time to raise them now you don't have to raise
0: their kids right. Right. You know, well I'm gonna be calling y'all when it's
3: time <laughs> to raise some kids I've been saying oh, already
0: you the, you the queen Auntie I'm tanta <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Tanta, awesome. but uh, what I what if I ever have my own children Consuela or somebody gonna be there <laughs> I'm I'll be like, come get your, did her diaper need changed. Now, like, why you ain't smell that? You know
2: better than that. Oh, my God. Or you'll be like, mm-hmm. right,
1: right. <laughs> okay, so, so, I, I wanted that. to say,
2: too, like, with, um, I posted something in our group the other day, and I said to the women, I said, but, you know, before you were a wife, before you were a mom, before you were any of these other titles, you were a woman first. And I literally wrote, she misses you. Find her. And mm. I don't like literally people were like, oh my gosh. And I said that because I don't care if you're in a relationship. I don't care if, and when I say relationship, meaning in relationship with your kids, with your mates, with that, you're in relationship with yourself first. Mm-hmm. You are no good to any of these people until you're good to you. Mm-hmm. That's first. First. Um, and people say, they're like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, no. Oh my gosh. I know. I just said something. Right. But he might, you know, so don't but my he was yes, he is. Now. You all are one. You absolutely enjoys. are. But make sure the part of your one, you're maintaining that part right. of your, right. that whole. Um, and don't rely on just him or her or whomever to, mm-hmm. to fill that, you know? And so I oftentimes, and it's funny because even when I sit down with women and I'm like, this is great. And who are you outside of your mate? Who are you outside of being your children's mom? Mm. That's something because people. Because
3: because I read. So the first book that I read this year was called "Girl, Wash Your Face" by. By Rachel. 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 Mm And one of the lines in like the opening of her book, it said, uh, "You are more than what you have become," and I literally was like, (laughs) 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 because you start thinking of who you become, you become a robot, you become this. Right, you become these titles, and like you're more than that. You're more than a wife, you're more than a mother, you're more than a friend. Like, who are you at the core? And it's just like, oh, my God. But even Girl. for people
0: like me, who is not a, a wife anymore, who's not a mother. So it's like those types of even stigmas is like it make it can make you feel like you're less than because, mm-hmm. oh, you, you don't, don't have, have this husband, title. You don't, you don't, don't have, have that anymore. Friend. You don't have this. So who are you? And then well, you, you can to
4: fight the stigma of why. Why? Yes. Well, what's wrong yeah. with, yeah. Wrong yeah. with you? Right, right. right. What's wrong <laughs>
0: with you? Why aren't you a mother? Why aren't you? Exactly. And, and so that being who am I? At the core of it, should come first. Yeah. You should know. You have to you. Be, yeah.
1: We have to be better about how we introduce ourselves too, because I was watching something, and, and you know, it, I'm not married, but it's very easy for somebody to say, "Who are you?" Oh, I'm Johnny's wife, and it's like, "No, what's your name?" Right. It was on to
3: Maybe that's what so, she I saw somewhere. You have to say who
1: you are. So a lot of times, even at work. Mm-hmm. You know, in a corporate setting. That's and I right. remember, I will never forget, I had a manager that was like, people will know your name. Like, I don't want them just to know you're that person Absolutely. in this department. So everywhere I go, and I've just actually started a job last week, and everywhere, I gave my full government name. <laughs> because it's like, right. I don't want you just to know, oh, that's so-and-so's replacement, or oh, that's so-and-so, that's the new
0: type. Right. You right.
1: Yes, right. I do that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, here's my name. So right. I think, you know, we have to do a better job. Of defining, of defining, like mm-hmm. who we are, and not just even if you're at, say you're at your spouse's event. Oh, I'm so and so's wife. Okay, that's cool, but like, what, what's your name? Yeah, it's yeah. okay to say. Yeah, you know, my name is Danielle, and I'm here know, with. And I'm, yeah, right. and this is my husband.
0: Like, okay, you know, I'm Victoria. I'm here with him.
1: And this right. right. <laughs> He's here with me. <laughs> okay. Exactly. But you know,
2: and that and. Thank you for Mm understanding. And that goes back to saying to yourself, Mm -hmm. that's self-love though. Yeah. So what you're saying to you is, I value you. Mm -hmm. That is you indirectly saying to yourself, I value you. Mm -hmm. I am Candice. Like, you know, all of these things. Like... I've yet to mention whether I'm in a relationship or with child, without child. I've never said that. Is she with child folk? <laughs> <laughs> we get an announcement. She's doing <laughs> to it <drink> <laughs> She's birthing her little Right,
3: husband. exactly. Well, my <laughs> child is HLS.
2: <laughs> but I try in these conversations to not leave with those things. Yeah. Because why? Yeah. Why do you... What what makes that any different? Mm-hmm. Me sitting here talking to you all, whether I'm someone's wife, fiance, mother, whatever, I'm wow. Candice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is who I am right here in this conversation. That is all you all need. Because I need to remember to say to me, I am saying in that, I see you. Mm. I'm saying, Candace, I see you. Yeah. So one of the affirmations in this book is, I deserve respect. Mm-hmm. And, and if anybody understands, like affirmations are big for me. So yeah. say, speaking things um, in the atmosphere, and mm-hmm. receiving them. And so, I deserve respect is one of the things I say to say to people. Mm-hmm. Say that to yourself. It is easy for us to demand respect from other people because you know that. It's easy to point out when somebody's disrespecting you, mm-hmm. right? right? Like, oh, no, he's disrespected you. He's he disrespected. Me. That's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Right. That's disrespectful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. When you put that's disrespectful. <laughs> right. All it is. This. Right. Exactly. Right. But it's not so easy to see when we're disrespecting ourselves. Mm-hmm.
3: Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we're used you. to it. Yes, in the in subtle ways <coughs> where you oh, where, you. You, where you, you saying again back to that book, girl, wash your face. We're used to quitting on it's ourselves. We're used to saying, Oh, I'm gonna go to the gym and then the day comes and you're like, Oh well, I'm tired, oh oh well Johnny has a baseball game, I gotta yeah, I'm do that. Gotta- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it it becomes like she's like it, would you what if you had a friend that always canceled? How would you mm. feel about that
0: friend? Right.
3: Like You'd be, you're canceling mm. on yourself. You're disrespecting well, I'll be like, I'm not even
0: inviting her no more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, she'll never I, show it, up. Yes.
3: She doesn't and show then, up but you're not showing up for yourself Right. Same, wow. It's the same thing. It's easy for you to just be like, "Oh, I'll go tomorrow. Oh, yep. I'll go the next day," and the next day becomes never.
2: Never. Mm-hmm. Right. And then your next is never. And, oh, and now ooh. you're down at this right. part of you the totem pole. Okay. Point.
5: So this year, like one of my biggest things was, I I treat, I show people how to treat me mm-hmm. by what I allow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so you know, so I had a mentor, and uh, every time we our, our mentor session was a spot to start, he would just you know for it was like wow. Six consecutive sessions. Mm-hmm. So um, he would just show up late or he come late. He's like, oh, I got wrapped up in this and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, this is hella disrespectful. Sure. And so I was just like, <laughs> sure. okay, you know, because you want to be understanding, but at some point it becomes, you're not valuing right. my time. Right? Right. Because if this was your boss, you wouldn't show up this time. Right, exactly. So, so what I did was, so he came, I was like, okay. Oh, oh, he on this again? Okay. So he came over, he was like, yeah. He was like, you ready to start? I was like, I'm busy. And he was just like, so when do you want to do it? I said, I'll put you on my schedule. You know, and after that, he started being mindful of my time. I Mm -hmm. said, you know, I try to show you that I value time because I'm always on time for our sessions. So I just want you to do the same. Amen. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even saying that before, but showing people. Yes. It's like, I know my Mm -hmm. time is valuable. And I had to tell him, I said, you know, in the morning is when I get a lot of things done. I said, so we're going to start scheduling our sessions for the afternoon. Because you don't want to show up on time. Ain't <laughs> you know, a white guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Talk about us. Okay. <laughs> okay. But that's a yeah. lot, too. But, yeah, so, but that's what everything. We treat, you know, we show people how to treat us mm-hmm. by the things we allow people to do to us. Yeah. Or they, like she said, like the things we allow ourselves, you know, to, to do, do to ourselves. like yeah. 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 right. on ourselves about things we know that. That's right.
0: thank you all so very much for listening to this uh podcast this episode was uh special to me because it was actually recorded live uh, at my very first live podcast event for v podcast so as you can see it was a very um detailed conversation just about self-love and i'm grateful for the creator of her love spell candace denise And to all the ladies who showed up to the live podcast event, they all expressed what a great time they had. And I think it was just a great way to have a conversation about really beginning to love and honor and cherish yourself first before we pour from our cups. We have to make sure that they're full. Uh, And so every single day. Fill your cup of love for yourself. Make yourself a priority. Love yourself differently. Explore the ways you like to be loved because that's the only way that you'll know. And then that way you'll be more productive and happier in your other interpersonal relationships. Um, but as, as always, I appreciate you all for listening to the V-List podcasts. I hope that you will tune in to the next one and have a great rest of your day.